Welcome to the Dinero Twins podcast, where we unpack all things money and business times two. This bilingual podcast is brought to you by two Latina entrepreneurs who understand the power of building multiple sources of income and pursuing financial freedom. The personal financial expert, Lizaria Campuzano, and real estate investor and educator, Rosalind Ortega Eli, are former nine to fivers who now own and manage their own businesses. These two powerhouses are driven and determined to lead the conversations needed to close the wealth gap in our community. Hello, everyone. My name is Isaria Campuzano, your personal finance expert and founder of the Legacy Creators. Hi, everyone. My name is Rosalind Ortega Ali, and I am the founder of Urban Teach. Welcome to the Dinero Twins podcast, where we uncover all things money and business. Welcome, welcome guys. <laughs> What's up, Lisa? What we got going how's on? It, how's it going, twin? <laughs> how's it going, twin? I'm good. I'm good. Happy awesome. To I'm happy to hear that. So I'm excited for today's topic because we're going to be talking about something that I feel like a lot of businesses or, you know, business owners and entrepreneurs kind of struggle with, and that is perfection, trying to be perfect, right? So we're saying that perfection is out of style, right, Twin? Yes, absolutely (laughs) is. Been out of style. Been out of style, super overrated. And it's just, you know, something that we we shouldn't really achieve for. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is a little bit about our experience, you know, when we first started our businesses, how was, how was it trying to overcome perfection or did we struggle with that? Right. So not knowing everything before, the, before you start, it's kind of like an uh, a uncommon practice that we um, don't often see in businesses. Right. From my own personal experience, um, many of you guys know I'm in the financial industry. I wasn't always in the financial industry. Right. I, I started like many of you start, you know, when you start a business, you learning everything from scratch, right? I started the same way. So it took me some time to go from, you know, education to now personal finance. And I didn't wait to learn everything to start. That was one of the things about me. Actually, in our career field in finance, they actually promote a lot of, you know, we train you. Uh, while you're getting your certifications, you know, so you're learning everything while you're on the field, you know, helping people. So you don't have to learn everything. But I feel like if knowing myself, right, four, three years ago, I was that type of person where no, 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 this doesn't feel right. I feel like I need to know everything. But I'm so glad that I had the proper mentors and coaches that, you know, would take me out on the field with them where I can learn everything. And at the same time, earn. Right. So what, what was your experience, Twin? Same here. Listen, I mean, I, I think everyone goes through that stage where you're like, OK, I need to have everything perfect. Right. From the setup of your business, from your starts with the logo. Every time I hear someone start a business, it's like I need the right logo colors. I need the, the right template. I need the right website. And it's like I always tell people, of course, now that I'm experienced, I'm like, look, you're going to change your logo 15 times. You're going to change your brand colors a hundred times. It all comes with the process. You're not going to get it perfect the first time or the second time around. Just start, start with something, right? And get away from this notion that it all has to fit and it all has to be right. So I think that 
if you walk into that mindset, if you walk into something with that mindset, then you become more flexible. You're less hard on yourself. And you're like, okay, you know what? Let me just remember what Roz said. Let me just create a logo or order a logo. Okay, I don't like it a thousand percent, but it's good enough to start, right? So with me, obviously, I was at that at that stage at some point where, you know, I was overly obsessive about the little things, the little things. And I would be like, I can't move to the next level or the next section of this business plan because I'm already hyper-focusing on the small things. So it was really a brand. I had to trick myself to be like, I need to stop that. I need to stop doing yeah. that. It's not productive. It's holding me back. It's taking me way too long to do things. So it definitely becomes a conditioning. You know, you have to condition yourself to understand that process. I definitely agree with you. And I feel like, you know, we live in the day and age where everything is on social media, right? The digital space. And I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs, they're chasing this unrealistic sense of um, the way that you do business or the way that you do marketing or, you know, the, the putting out your products or services out a certain way because they feel like, oh, I've seen people do it this way, but yet they don't know the behind the scenes that pe- that these businesses have, that these entrepreneurs have. They don't know if these people have a team and assistant, right? So it may look super Glamorous. perfect and curated <laughs> that way, right? On social, but you don't yeah. know what's going on behind the scenes. You don't know. Also, you can't compare your journey just starting off to someone who has five, 10 years in business, right? They're going to make it look easy because they've been there, done that, right? (laughs) And you know, that's partly, just sorry to interrupt, but you know, that's partly like one thing that has been sitting with me lately because when I meet people at like a conference or seminar somewhere that I am and they're like, oh my God, you know, you're so, everything seems so great. Your page is amazing. How do you do it all? And I'm looking at them like, maybe you don't understand the struggle and I, I don't think I've shown enough of the struggle, right? The day to day that I'm sure you go through as well. Yeah. We like we wake up, we have a like hundred calls to make. We're not feeling right. Right. We're not feeling well, or we're tired, but we still got to get up and do it. We're looking crazy. Like right now we're looking cute, but we don't always <laughs> look this way. Right? That's for sure. <laughs> I always tell people like you only see what you see, you know, and, but it's also, I think our responsibility to show the people that the, the other side of things, right? Right. So, the behind the scenes, yeah. the, the breakdowns, because trust me, there are many breakdowns. I will find myself in the office actually yesterday to share a, a, a personal story. Um, for some reason, I don't know what happened on Instagram, but my Instagram was glitching. I have a draft folder on my Instagram full of reels that I had I, for like the rest of the month. Yeah. And all of that deleted. Oh, and no. I was bawling my eyes out like a baby because it, it, it's a lot of time and work that I put into my craft. And, and I was like, oh my God, Lisa, there's like bigger problems happening in the world. You know, trying to convince myself like it's okay. But yeah. it hurts, of course. <laughs> right? I mean, but I, I learned from that experience and now I know I need to have a backup for when things like that happen because you're not in control of it, right? But just something like that, you're not perfect. Things will happen that you're not in control of, right? Same thing here. Like I had, I, I bought a new printer and I had to like set it up myself and I'm not very good with tech when it comes to printing and all that. And I spent literally like an hour trying to figure it out to the point that I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go to Staples and print this. <laughs> so, like little things that 
could really throw you off. It'll throw you off for the whole day if you really like obsess about if you it. Think about it. Absolutely. Um, for meanwhile, I had like 20 other things I had to get done, but uh, here I am obsessing about this printer, like getting it to work right. And mm-hmm. I just gave up. But anyway, my point is, yes, uh, business is not perfect. You know, make sure that you understand that what you see is not always what you see. There's a lot more behind the scenes that goes down. There's a lot more. Exactly. There's a, there's a lot more. And, and I also feel like that kind of goes in into something else that we want to talk about, which is perfection is subjective, meaning that perfection is the way that you perceive something. So what may, what may be perfect to me is not perfect for you, right, Rosalind? Right. Exactly. Um, so everybody has their own sense of perfection. So you trying to be perfect is unrealistic because not everybody perceives perfect the same way. That's right. Absolutely right. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> light bulb went out (laughs) exactly um no absolutely right you know I think that I've learned that through the years where it's like you know no matter how good I think something is whether it's a report that I just created or an excel workbook for my job you know I could be really feeling the hype and then someone else is like well it's not that great it's it's not that serious yeah Um, that's so true but because this is being looked at through a different lens so Mm -hmm. you know at this stage of the game, I'm like, I'm just going to put out what I feel is good enough for me. And then I'll take all, all of it that comes with it. I'll take the good, the bad, the criticism, the praise, exactly. the good, I'll the bad, it. the ugly. <laughs> exactly. And that's what it is. But you know, you got to get to that level where you're confident enough to be like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it my way. It's my mm-hmm. way. I'm sorry if you don't like it, if it's not perfect to you, but this is what it is. Yeah. And in business, you learned, you know, fast enough that it's okay to be unapologetic about things especially when it comes to do with your business and your brand because to be honest if you really try to achieve this sense of perfection you're gonna be competing with people like I mentioned earlier that have been in the game for for years right so you need to you need to compare yourself with where you are right now and where you have the potential to be you should only be in competition with yourself stop looking at somebody else's journey Stop looking at somebody else's lane. And most important, stop looking at your comments. Because if you're going to have some haters <laughs> pop up in there, people that have no idea what it's like to run a business, they're going to be up in your comments talking about you're Always. doing this wrong, this, that, and the third. Uh-uh. We're not trying to hear yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Look, it's just, that's what it is. It's all that feedback and all those opinions. You don't need them. You don't need them. Like if you are true to yourself and your path and you're creating something from scratch, go through all the steps, go through the levels, go through the hardship. You know, you're not always going to get it right. This is why we're talking about this, right? But don't let anyone else influence how you feel either. Just, you know, sorry, if they didn't like it, if they don't, if they have an opinion, it's okay. Everyone should have their own opinion. Doesn't mean you (laughs) got to accept the opinion. Exactly. Doesn't mean you have to accept it. So it's like, sorry, I'm not sorry in a way, you know, like you have your own sense of doing things. You have your own sense of perfection. This is my journey and I'm going to take all of it. I'm going to take the good, the bad, the ugly, how I said earlier, and I'm going to embrace the process because it's, it's your journey. And when you're into entrepreneurship, I think a lot of people, we try to rush the process, right? I I think we mentioned this before is that people want to microwave success. It takes time. If you want to build something, especially a good foundation in the business, it's going to take at least a good five to seven years for you to 
build a good foundation for your business. So don't expect if you have a couple months or even a year or two, don't expect that you, you know, going to have everything figured out. Can you? Absolutely. But is that the ideal and the reality for everybody? No. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And again, the, the, that leads us to the next point, which is fail fast and fail forward. Right. I love this one. <laughs> I love this one too. So it's like, you know, the sooner something goes wrong, the quicker you learn that lesson and the quicker Absolutely. you can fix the problem and move on to the next thing. So for Absolutely. Me, I mean, and- in many ways. I mean, I'll let you go first, but yes. No, no, no. You were, you were ready there. Go for it. <laughs> so, you know, for me, you know, this is urban teach was like my fourth business venture on my own. You know, I never really talk about that. People, a lot of people don't know that, but I've had a few businesses before that where I partner with other people or to try to start something from scratch. And it just never worked because again, I didn't have the experience to maneuver certain situations or to, you know, I didn't know marketing. I didn't know how to do a lot of the things on my own that I learned how to do now. Um, So, you know, money was an issue. If you don't have the money to do certain things, if you don't have the right people to teach you certain things, leadership, management skills, especially if you're going to work with other people, right? So I failed many times over and over trying to do my entrepreneurship world while still having a job. But those are all lessons to me. Those were all lessons Mm -hmm. to me. I'm still learning. Like I'm still going through it, right? So I'm okay with failing. In my mind, I'm like, okay, I have plan A, plan B and C. But if all three plans go to, I won't say the word, go to, um, (laughs) (laughs) it's okay. Like I'll just get up and start over and I'll do something else. You know, I'm not letting that stop me. I'm not letting that be the all in all. So I think, you know, experience brings that. But I think- also, you can do, you can try to train your mindset to think that way beforehand. Um, we all have the ability to, to really learn and, and get that skill. Absolutely. I mean, definitely well said. And I, I, one of the things that I also want to add to that is that it's only failure if you look at it as a failure, right? You said something so important. It's not a failure, it's a lesson. And that's how I look at everything that happens to me. Well, it happens for me. I also want to change that. It's not happening to me. It's happening for me. There's something from this experience, from this event, from everything that's happening on right now that I'm supposed to learn from, then I can apply to my business and it's going to help me grow. It's going to help me become wiser. It's going to help me provide a better customer service, make sure that I'm, you know, perfecting my skill and my craft. Everything is meant to fall into place. The thing is, is that a lot of people, they try to avoid failure. They try to avoid rejection, starting a business when it's kind of inevitable, right? In order for you to be great at something, you have to fail. If we look at anything that has evolved our world in today's day and age, let's look at Steve Jobs, right? Steve Jobs failed so many times, yeah. right? In order to bring Apple to what it is today. And if he had been so afraid of failing and been avoiding it, then we would not have Apple, right? I'm, I'm, I'm right, right now we're talking and I'm using my Mac, um, my mm-hmm. iMac to, to do this podcast, right? right. We have iPhones, you right? We have iPhones. Have iPhones. <laughs> so if, if we don't give ourselves the opportunity, we never would know what we're capable of. So I would say, stop being afraid of failing, fail forward, fail fast. Yes. <laughs> yes, it will save you time in the long run too, right? Because if you're trying to like, 
pull the pieces together and you're like, oh my God, wait, this is going to fall. Oh, it's going to go wrong. Let me try and save it. You know, trying to save it might have you waste more time later. So just Absolutely. let it be. Absolutely. If it's not working, if it's, if you fall flat on your face, it's okay. And then the quicker it happens, the quicker you can get up and be like, all right, let me, now I know what not to do next time. Right. And you build a good backbone by failing. Yes. Trust me. Yes. You, you get up, but you get up stronger. You're like, hey, I learned from that. That doesn't feel good. I know what not to do now. Now you're, you know, so the, the faster you fail, the more you build that, you know, strong business backbone, that resilience, that thick skin, like we like to call it. And now you know what it takes and you're going to want something like that comes around. You will know what well, I learned from that last time. Now I know how to do things differently, right? So fail forward, fail fast. <laughs> yes, and of course, you know, we want to talk about, this is the Perfection is Out of Style episode and we're gearing the conversation around business, but this really applies to everything, even, you know, everything. non-business, everything. Life, overall. So, you know, building, if, you, if you're serious about building your thick skin for business, this will also help you with your personal life because a lot of those skills you can use when it comes to, you know, things not going right, let's say relationships mm. or you know, your kids acting up and, and they're not doing as you tell them to do kind of thing, you know, because they're not perfect. You're not perfect. Things happen. Right. So it's, it really does apply to everything, but you start with understanding why it's needed. That skill is needed for business. And then you kind of use that for other things. Exactly. And I'm so glad you mentioned that Rosalind, because people can take the same concept that we're talking about right now and they can apply it to, for example, money, right? I feel like I love getting on social media and people talking about money. What I don't like is that um, people think that one strategy is better than the other. I feel like there's no such thing. There's You cannot use a one size fits all for finances, right. right? Everybody's journey is different. Everybody's objective is different. So therefore you want to treat it like if you go to the doctor and you're getting a medication, imagine the doctor is giving everybody the same medication even if they have, you know, back problems or a foot problem or whatever the case is, that's, it's not realistic, right? So you want to treat finances or your money the same way. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to work for you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and again, that's like, that just a picture popped into my head, which is a, a tree. I don't know if you've seen the post, but it's a tree with the different animals on it, like a zebra and a, and a cat and a monkey. And it's like, okay, everyone climb the tree. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> Not everyone is going to do it, exactly. the same way, you know, especially with money. You know, I get a lot of, not a lot, but like people that push back and like, oh, you know, well, rental properties can only get you so far. You know, I like to flip. I'm like, okay, well, that's you. That's you like to flip. That's okay, too. You know, there's a hundred different ways to skin the cat, you know, whether it's real estate, whether it's in finance, whether it's in having a credit business or having a nail salon or a barbershop, like you can make money and be different so just that was kind of my last thing my last point yeah and, it, and it's important it's important that we understand that and I and I believe um one of the things that we also want everybody that's watching this or listening to this to walk away is a couple tips right uh, um, one of the th tips that I want to give everybody is that you want to expect the best but you want to prepare for the worst okay so of course going into something you want to be optimistic I like to look at things as my grass is half full I don't like to walk into things and I'm already you know kind of shooting it at the foot before I even started something that already um kind of like manipulates my attitude 
towards walking into something. So I want to be optimistic. I want to be positive and high, high energy. But one of the things that I'm not going to do is that I'm not going to put like a blindfold and feel like everything is going to be perfect and peaches, right? right? I want to make sure that I'm realistic about certain expectations in my business, which is the bad and the ugly part as well. Yes. So you want to embrace it. You want to um, expect it in a way and prepare for it. Because if you prepare for it, then when it does happen, you don't feel like you're going to crawl into a ball and start bawling your eyes out, right? You're going right. to say, well, I kind of prepare for this. So now I, I feel a little bit easy. It sucks that it happened. Yeah, of course, we don't want bad things to happen, but we cannot avoid it. Exactly. It's, you know, it's business. It's up and down. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. My three things, I would, I would try and not three things, but I would say pick at least three things that could go wrong. You know, be realistic with yourself. Say, okay, you know, these things can go right because of, of, obviously I want them to go right and that's easy. But what are the three things that can go wrong? Right. And be realistic with yourself. Be honest and say, okay, if these three things don't happen or go wrong. I'm going to be okay with it. This, this is how I would manage it. Um, and then there's going to be a time where you're not always going to see the three things that went wrong, but at least you'll have, you know, you'll set that tone in your head to be like, okay, something could happen. Let me just kind of be exactly. excited. So it's all part of the preparation. And you're prepared for it. Exactly. You're prepared for it. So um, yeah. I really hope that everyone that's watching this or listening to this, I hope that you walk out or you walk away with something of value. Uh, you know, it's, it's a really, really important topic, especially for aspiring entrepreneurs, or if you already find yourself established, it's a good reminder for those people as well. Perfection is out of style. And even if you do, because I know Twin and I, we can be that way where we find ourselves, oh, we're overthinking something because we, you know, want it to be perfect, but then it's kind of like snapping ourselves out of it and, and saying, that's out of style. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So on that note, <laughs> perfection is out of style, guys. That's what it is. That's today's. Let night. it go. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. Move on. So thank you all for joining us today. I really hope that you tune in for next week's episode and follow and make sure to subscribe. Okay. Don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Like and subscribe, please. All right, guys. Well, thank you. My Take twin. care. Thank you for. Thanks, Gwen. <laughs> Peace. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you found great value in the content shared. Make sure to tune in again every Wednesday and to also share our podcast link with anyone who can benefit from the information. Till next time. Adios.